Hello, sweet love, and welcome to The Missing Ingredient with Gwen. I'm your host, Gwen. I'm a certified functional medicine life coach, and this podcast is to talk about the missing ingredients in our lives that impact our physical, mental, and emotional health. I work mostly with busy working moms who are feeling burnt out and are ready to feel better. So you'll notice a lot of my language is to support them here. That does not mean you're not welcome if you don't identify as a busy working mom. It's for anyone. And it's especially for those high achieving humans who give and give and give and end up feeling empty or run down or unhappy. So today we are talking about what will actually make us feel happier and more energetic and engaged and joyful in our lives. And just so you know ahead of time, when I talk about happiness, I mean it as something we feel to our core, something genuine and true. And you'll see as we go through this episode, that'll make more sense maybe, I hope. The first thing to think about is what actually makes you feel happy what used to make you feel happy? When were you the happiest in your life? What were you doing back then? What was your life like? Can you remember like in detail, you know, really think about it. We sometimes glamorize certain times in our life when things were going great for us. We forget all the challenges at that time in our life and we just remember how great it was, right? We don't remember or think in detail about what we were doing. We just remember we felt good back then. And listen, if you if you don't have that memory right now, that's okay. It's coming for you. And if you have to work really hard to find it, that's okay too. Work hard. Find it. Remember a time when you felt happy, when you felt like your life was going well for you, when you felt like good things were, you know, available. But here's the deal. I've worked with a lot of women that have this memory or this, they can think back and think of this time, this idea about the best time of their lives, you know, when they felt healthy and happy and empowered and on top of the world. And the challenging bit is they don't believe it's available to them anymore. Like, like that was their peak experience of life. That was as good as it was going to get. And it's all downhill, right? Now they feel exhausted and stressed out and overwhelmed and and honestly like hot garbage. They feel burnt out and caught up in needing to do everything for everyone and their body's not comfortable anymore and they just don't know what the hell is going on. I had one client that just kept saying yes to everything because she felt bad saying no and also She thought that doing more might make her happier, even though she has a full-time job and two kids. That's already two full-time jobs, right? (laughs) But the idea was that something must be missing, so more was the answer. Does that make sense to you? Anyway, kind of digressing into that. I just remembered her. Such a gemstone. But this is the kind of thing we're doing all the time. We're saying yes to everything external and we're never saying yes to our internal needs. Okay, so listen, when we look back and I hope you have some time in your mind right now, some time when you remember feeling your best and when life was going really well for you. When we look back, I want to offer that 
with every client that I've ever worked with on this, when we really start to dig into this time, we discover two very important things. Okay, so pause your multitasking right now and just focus in. Number one, it wasn't as perfect as our brain remembers. Like there were challenges going on as well. It was hard. There were struggles. There, there was a lot of imperfect times, which is a good thing because from that we learned that happiness and joy and health don't need perfect conditions to exist, which is huge. And number two, they were working to create the feeling of happiness in their life. They were taking a lot of action to increase their life experience at that time. Maybe they were in school and accessing their love of learning. Maybe they were going for a daily walk with a mom group, so feeling really connected every morning. Maybe they were eating really well or going to the gym or doing a a daily gratitude journal every night, right? Sometimes... Clients will tell me they were happier before they had kids, and this will be a huge source of shame for them. They rush to tell me about how much they love their kids and how guilty they feel for saying that out loud, which let's just get this straight. A lot of moms feel this way, and it doesn't mean anything about how much we love our kids, okay? But when we dig deeper, it comes back to the fact that they have no time for themselves, for doing the things they enjoy. They're living for work and parenting, and inside of that role, there's just no space for them. So yeah, it makes sense that there would be little joy in life, right? If your entire existence is based on ensuring the well-being of everybody else in your life 100% of the time, it is very hard to access your own sense of joy and happiness and light. So back to this, these two things, happiness doesn't mean easy. It doesn't need perfect conditions to exist. And while it's always available to us, it's most easily accessed while being in action, okay? Happiness is always available to all of us at any time. It's something that we create in our thoughts or we decide. But that's a stretch for a lot of us. But we can generate happiness out of being in action towards things that genuinely help us feel good. I like this a lot because these two things kind of get at that sort of toxic positivity situation, that kind of crazy idea that everything needs to be rainbows and unicorns all the time for us to actually be enjoying our lives, that we need to deny the hard and the pain and the hurt and just stay on that surface like everything's fine. Happiness doesn't exist inside perfect conditions. It's something that we choose to work at. It's something we choose to create. And I know when I say work, oh my gosh, this throws people. People always imagine like grinding away at something that totally sucks. No, that is not what I mean at all. Work is just things that take effort. And changing our habits and routines take effort. And if you're currently feeling unhappy, you're gonna have to change some stuff. That's the easiest way to generate different energy in your life. 
So even when we're looking, even when we're doing something glorious and wonderful for us, it's still going to be work. It's going to take effort. I like our brains to know that ahead of time and understand it. So when we do things that are meant to make us happy or healthy or whatever, but they feel hard and like they take a shitload of effort, we're not surprised and decide that something's gone seriously wrong and we should absolutely give up, right? This is like when we know ahead of time that it's going to take effort, then we're much more likely to stick to it. We're not going to be totally thrown off course. So when I work with clients to figure out what they could start doing to feel happier, I always suggest we start with their health. You know, they always want to just jump to some happiness recipe. And I'm always like, what can we do to start feeling better? What can you start doing to feel better? When we start making even the smallest changes in how we treat our body, We can't help but start to feel better, in part because our body feels better, but also because we respond emotionally to being taken care of. So then we feel good because we're taking care of ourselves. So looking at ways to eat for longevity and energy or sleep like it matters or move your body again or working things into your life that help you deal with stress right? These are the areas that will start to shift how you view yourself and your life. Now, below all of that, there's the things that are actually taking place inside your beautiful body that actually increase your energy and mental clarity and mental resilience and balance your hormones and, you know, support a healthy microbiome and all of these amazing scientific things are happening. We're not focusing on that though, we're just like making small changes to start generating a different energetic experience of life. Now, the next thing that comes up is work around boundaries and people-pleasing tendencies and saying no to things we don't want to do and putting ourselves on the to-do list instead of the 847 things other people wanted us to do for them, right? And once we start to feel better, Once my clients are starting to physically feel better, they're starting to take care of themselves and starting to do things they enjoy again because they have a bit of extra time now that they can say no to shit that they hate doing and not feel bad or actually feel the feelings of discomfort and just let them be without needing to act on them in any way. You know, like a lot of times when we make changes, we want to just jump ahead to feeling great about our choices, but there's inevitably that kind of uncomfortable swamp that we have to move through and part of that is just feeling the feelings of discomfort and just letting them be letting them exist without needing to act on them in any way I hope that makes sense because that's a that's huge now once these things start to come together then it's a shitload easier to remember that happiness is a choice that we always had available to us It was always there for us. I think a lot of our suffering comes into play because we've been taught that certain things will create fulfillment and happiness. For a lot of us, for a lot of that of us, that's having kids or getting a good job or making money or having nice things and on and on that goes. That kind of that's kind of the world we live in, right? Kind of like 
you feel sad or some other uncomfortable emotion, eat something or have a glass of wine or you're struggling to enjoy your life, have another kid or push yourself harder at work or zone out on the latest social media app. Your relationship's not going great? Yeah, you know what you should do? Buy something. Go on a trip. And I know I might sound a little bit harsh with that, but these are all things that my amazing and courageous clients have discovered in and about themselves. And if we pause for a moment, we can all see that these are kind of the thought, like the through line message out there. These are the things that will make us happy. Something external will make you feel better, will make you happy. Something external will make you happy, right? If you keep striving for it, keep pushing for it, one day, if you're lucky, you'll feel happy. The most common things I hear that will make a person happy are things like weight loss or physically looking different in some way, right? Or increased wealth and work achievements. That's huge. Getting things like a bigger house or a nicer car or vacation somewhere. And legit right now, that last one feels so real to me because it's snowing and it's April and that's bumming me out. <laughs> Or if people in our past or present would apologize for being shitty and do better. I mean, come on. We, this is so real right there. Our hope that other people will step up so we don't have to feel uncomfortable and do our own uncomfortable work is so legit. We also, you know, grew up with the world of Disney and we're all just waiting for the perfect partner. If we just find the perfect partner, we will be so happy. And honestly, I'm not going to deny that the very real fact that having financial stability and a nice home and nice people in our lives won't impact our overall happiness. It's also not what makes a person fully happy, though. These are all external things that we can achieve and still feel really shitty about ourselves and our life, right? I have clients who have everything, who know they have everything even, and who feel very little joy in life, who feel caught in that sort of perpetual cycle of doing and pushing and keeping up and doing more and who from the outside look like everything's aces but who can't remember the last time they laughed genuinely or felt relaxed and like things were just good right they're they're sort of living to check the boxes and forgetting to do what makes them actually happy so the most impactful thing i've observed that will generate more joy and happiness is actually taking care of ourselves it's so basic, right? And maybe a little suspect because I know I'm a health and life coach, but this has been my own experience, but it's also just from holding space for my clients, taking care of ourselves physically and emotionally, making sure we're being prioritized, making sure we're doing things we like doing and not doing everything for everyone all the time, all at once. <laughs> okay. Making sure we're doing things that makes us like who we are, that makes each day feel like there's something in it for us, something to look forward to. Doesn't need to be big, doesn't need to be fancy, doesn't need to be complicated, doesn't need 478 steps to it, doesn't need to be expensive, but it needs to exist. 
when we take care of ourselves, when we're doing things we enjoy, when we're making time for ourselves, genuinely, we feel lighter. We're quicker with that laugh. We're more engaged with our loved ones, with our kids, with our spouse, with our life, right? We're more, also more courageous and willing to do things that feel uncomfortable, but that we're also excited to do or that we've always thought about doing, right? That's a huge one. As we grow up, we get so busy adulting that we forget that a lot of happiness and joy and fun is generated out of being uncomfortable and that life's goal isn't to be comfortable and to be easy all the time. We feel more alive when we're challenging ourselves, right? Now, this is because when our physical vessel is running well, like when we're taking care of ourselves, when we're prioritizing our health, when we're making sure we're sleeping, our physical vessel is running well. We then have the capacity to navigate our life. We have the energy and the clarity and the patience. It's just available. And I can't tell you how many, I feel like I haven't worked with anyone yet who hasn't said, I had no idea how shitty I felt until I started feeling better. Like I just, we just don't know how low our benchmark is for what is normal in our health. Anyways, I'm digressing, which I do on the regular. So at the very same time, it's really important to understand that things might also be hard, right? And that's okay. Enjoying your life doesn't need to happen inside of perfection. It doesn't need to exist only when things are easy. And it's easiest to access when we're working on our own personal growth, when we're challenging ourselves, when we're leaning into our uncomfortable places, when we're pushing ourselves a little bit outside of our comfort zone. Happiness is a byproduct of actively engaging in your life like it matters to you, actively pursuing your health, your dreams, your goals, being an active participant like only you can be when it comes to your life. And yes, the truth is it's available to you and everyone right now. Like right now in your current situation, no matter what's happening, happiness is available to you and me and everyone we know. This is really important to understand. And I feel like I, I might have skipped over this bullet note, probably because I went down a rabbit hole about something else. Listen, that's what I do. But kind of this idea, maybe I did talk about this already, where the world tells us our entire life that happiness and joy and everything comes after we achieve and get all the things we want. But I have observed over and over again, people who have done those things, who have achieved all the things, who, who are in their 40s and have achieved and gotten everything, and they are not happy because nothing external creates happiness for you. I mean, it's fleeting, right? You get something new and you experience it. And I forget, there's some, a bunch of studies done around it. I forget what it is. But basically, it very quickly, our brain just makes it normal. So the only thing that generates happiness or can create happiness is our thoughts, right? Only what you think and believe about yourself and your life can create happiness. So 
Remember, happiness isn't a perfect destination. It's a byproduct of what you're thinking and what your actions are. If you want to experience more happiness, get into a state of action around taking care of yourself and really question your thoughts around what you think will make you happy, like what you have attached your happiness to. What do you think you need to have or achieve or get or receive in order for you to be happy? And then just question the shit out of that. And always remember, if you can think of a time in your life that you did feel happy, you already have a blueprint. You just need to remember what the hell you were doing back then. And yes, it's going to be different now, especially if you have children now. That is not the point. The point is you have a recipe that has been created already that generated happiness and joy and whatever for you. You probably aren't doing that recipe. And if you are and it's not working, you probably need to change the recipe, right? Work with a coach. Tell you what. (laughs) All right, sweet love. But just, you know, you are such an amazing human being and Happiness is such an interesting thing because we live in this weird time where some people are pushing this concept of happiness being the only emotion we should ever feel, um, which is just complete garbage in my opinion. Sorry if that's offensive, but it's impossible, I think. I don't know. There might be people out there. (laughs) Bless their hearts. But I think for most of us, it's very hard to experience happiness 100% of the time, okay? Life is a shit mix. It's a combination of a whole bunch of emotions. And when we believe that the only emotion that we should get to or have available to us is happiness, we're basically just screwing ourselves. You know, we're, we're generating suffering. But when we just know ahead of time, like if I want to experience more happiness, and I do this in my own life, listen, if I get into a funky place, which happens, If you know me well, you know that like every three months I am like, get into the blahs and then have to do the assessment of, well, what am I doing? What are my habits like? What's, what am I prioritizing? What is missing from my recipe? It always takes effort and it exists inside of real life that's full of pain and challenges and, and hard times. And listen, I was going to wrap this up a minute ago and now I'm just in full spicy rant, but. If you would like to learn more about working with me as a one-on-one client, absolutely contact me through my website or on social media. It is the best time. My clients are amazing and their changes and transformations are so fantastic to go from feeling just completely burnt out and unprioritized and caught in a loop of thoughts and behaviors that are generating struggle and unhappiness to feeling more energetic and losing weight and embracing their body and embracing their life and pushing themselves into new places and new things. It's all of the links are in the show notes. And if you're not ready for that, but find value in this podcast, which I feel like this episode is kind of a weird one, but if this is your first time here, listen to some other ones. I might be less rambly in them. Probably not. Um, 
please be sure to share it around. You know, it makes such a huge difference to me to see how this has been growing. You know, just understanding that I'm reaching thousands of people and impacting lives makes this so worth it for me and keeps my stoke alive. And so share with people. If you're here and you get value, share it around. And I don't mean you have to post it on social media if you're not comfortable with that, but just send it in the DMs, you know? Sharing is caring, I heard. I don't know what that's from. I feel like Care Bears. I don't know. At pop culture, like if any of y'all know me, I didn't grow up with TV and, and not even electricity, so I don't have any pop culture references. That's a conversation maybe for another day. Okay, the most important thing for you to remember from today's lesson <laughs> is that happiness doesn't mean easy. It doesn't need perfect conditions to exist. And while it's always available to us, it's most easily accessed while being in some state of action. It's something we work at. It's something that we generate in our lives. So apply that to your life somehow and remember that you are beautiful and loved and worthy of all of the happiness and joy that you can generate in your life and so much more. <laughs>